Did I hear you asking about Jenna Marshall? Oh, she was my roommate. Yeah, she was always calling home to her brother. It was uncomfortable. And she would keep me up with her constant chanting, Aria, Emily, Hannah, Spencer, Aria, Emily, Hannah, Spencer, all night long. Ah, Miss Marshall. I'm the martial arts instructor here. She was my prized pupil. Complete mastery of mind, body, and soul. You could almost say she was the ultimate weapon. Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Philip. Welcome to Pretty Little Guyers, the show where two middle-aged men discuss their favorite teen mystery drama, Pretty Little Liars. Hello, Philip. How's it going? Going great. How you doing? Doing well. I, uh... I love that we are recording this episode, which uh, features heavily a storm, and it just so happens here tonight it is raining, which That's is wonderful. True. That's true. <laughs> it feels... Uh, feels like we're there. It does. <laughs> and honestly, watching this episode, yeah, I'm as messy as these girls are. <laughs> they They... They had a they had an episode. <laughs> We're uh, talking episode sixteen of season two. Let the water hold me down. Yes, seems ever so fitting for yes. uh, near drowning. I guess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, I looked it up. I'm like it's a it's a title of a book, but I don't really have a larger frame of reference for it. But is yeah. it a book about someone drowning? It's about someone who accidentally caused uh accident in uh their family i believe it was maybe a death maybe it was a drowning i don't mm. know but that would make it appropriate as well interesting but previously on pretty little liars uh the girls overheard uh, a crisis hotline conversation and a transcript of a call from emily volunteering there that sounded very suspiciously like someone uh talking after uh screwing up the basically it sounded like a who had just screwed up a little mission and the girls got the jump on a for half a second before (laughs) it getting screwed up and then they could tell that it was lucas so like oh lucas is a or lucas is helping a and betrayed us and was the one who attacked us in the greenhouse and lost their phone and all this stuff and You know, and then they had the lake party uh, for Caleb's birthday, and that's when Hannah went ahead and tried to kill (laughs) Lucas. Okay, she didn't try to kill him, but she got freaked out thinking he was there because he said all this ominous stuff about how he had to do it tonight, and he doesn't want to, and it's going to be so hard. It has to end tonight, and... And they were out on a canoe, and she then he got even more creepy and vague and ominous, and she freaked out and hit him in the head with a paddle, and then she fell over and swam to shore, and... Doesn't know where he is. Uh, Other things, Maya's back in town, rekindling things with Emily. Uh, New boy Holden is in Rosewood in Arya's life, (laughs) a former childhood friend who's back in town. Their their parents are friends. And 
yeah we start the episode uh, with Hannah by a fire, clearly right after the same same night, I suppose. Yeah. She's uh, warming up after being in the lake and the killing gang. Lucas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't really undersell that enough, even though she did not kill Lucas. Spoiler, but... <laughs> um, I mean, that's a pretty serious thing to have happen. Yeah. Um, because... Whether or not Lucas was helping A, you may have murdered someone. Right, yeah. Yeah, self-defense or not, like, that's a big deal, yeah. Which, again, with the history that you've had, (laughs) this doesn't look good. No, that doesn't come up, but... (laughs) Give it time. Right? It's not good, because they're already mentioning the sheriff. The liars are with her, taking care of her, and they're like, you know, this might not be a good time, but the sheriff said they're gonna drag the lake tomorrow Mm -hmm. it's like yeesh because uh i guess they have not found him no he hasn't come up to shore at least based on what anyone's right or where they could see so yeah also is is aria not on house arrest anymore i was wondering the same thing because that's at spencer's right yeah right or maybe hannah's but it's not at aria's house no i was thinking the same thing um maybe she was like, oh, my God, my friends called and this crazy thing happened. So they're like, oh, you can go be with your friends, even though if nothing else. I'd be like, this is why I'm not letting you hang out with those girls. <laughs> Things exactly like this. Yeah. They can't even have a party without a near fatality or a potential fatality right now. But yeah, it doesn't come up this episode, but I was wondering the same thing. I'm like, aren't you grounded? But whatever. Because they mention it at some point later in the episode. She mentions that she's still yeah, and the grounded. whole and the whole thing last episode is she didn't go to the party because she was grounded. Right. So some hor- horrific thing happens. Their parents are like, "Yeah, go ahead." Yeah, which would make go sense. Go support your friend. It'd be an extreme, except this is not an extreme in their lives. This is just another <laughs> screwed up night, which is what they want to avoid. But, well, because I, I mean, I assume that maybe the little bit of information that anyone else has is that hannah and lucas went out into the boat they fell over there was just an accident yeah there was an accident involving him so like these parents you know they probably have no idea what's actually going on well of course but i assume hannah's not running around being like i whacked him in the head (laughs) with a paddle did i do that I assumed that she pretty much was like, I'm not going to tell anyone what exactly happened. Yes, but she's right now convinced that he's okay. I'm sure she's trying to convince herself that, you know. Yes, she is hoping for her sake. Yeah, and because she feels bad. I mean, she's been through a trauma, the whole thing of it. And she's, you know, she's like, well, he knows how to swim. (laughs) Does he? And I'm like, well, that's probably true, Hannah, but... He may or may not have been unconscious after you hit him in the head with the paddle. And then I think Arya is saying, like, I can't believe that he would help A. And, you know, I can't, you know, imagine, you know, and they mention other people. And I'm like, well, yeah, you should be able to imagine because y'all have helped A at this point, maybe. Everyone helps A. Yeah, and some, you know, like they almost got Hannah to, to screw over Arya. They've... Think they've gotten other people to do things, or potentially yeah. like oh, they, yeah. they understand. They get them to do things all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, like I can't imagine him being violent. And Hannah's like, he can be. Which I was like, that threw me off too. But then she mentioned she's like, well, he destroyed 
Ali's memorial. The, 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 when that happened and no one knew, I knew he came to me and he did that. And they're like, why didn't you tell us? Like, I was protecting him. I didn't like this, this choice from her to say this in this moment. Because in this moment, they are, again, without real concrete evidence, just mm-hmm. being like, it was Lucas. Lucas is the guy. Clearly, like, you defended yourself. Everything that is worth doing fair, is right. It really looks like it because the show has done a good job of making it super look like it. You know, they're assuming Hannah wasn't just on the boat and he was. And he just looked funny for a second and she whacked him, you know. They're probably, I don't, she probably hasn't gotten into the exact specifics, but they're probably assuming they were out there and he, like, was about to attack or something or starting to attack and she luckily got the one up on him. Yeah, I I feel like, I just, I feel like she's trying to paint a picture Well, I think she's to justify her actions here. Okay, here's the thing, though. I mean... <laughs> Maybe subconsciously, but but I think she's trying to make sense of it herself. I think she's trying to be like probably. He, 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 she, he you know, he did have I some just, signs, but she even says then she's like, "Well, I protected him. She, I believed in him, and he's been through a lot. You know, like yeah. she's still having sympathy for him, but she's like, maybe the things he went through pushed him farther than I realized, or I don't know. I'm sure she's going a million different ways, but it's tough for her right now, huh? Yeah. Especially because she's had a night, so she's just good. She needs a drink of water, pulls out her water bottle, <laughs> and starts drinking. And then Emily's like, no, Hannah, that's lake water. You can't drink that. Which I think it's funny that she's like, you can't drink that as if like, <laughs> which I don't know how believable or not believable this would be. But I like to think she thinks Hannah just like scooped it in the lake. Like, I'll have this later. <laughs> yeah, I was a little thrown off by this whole situation. Like, here. obviously, she wouldn't have knowingly drinking it right she was just thirsty yeah and then they're like okay who put it in there like probably lucas he was here or something because they're like this was in the car like it wasn't yeah 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 yeah, like clearly someone did this and then you know in case they were confused at all they get a a nice a text uh no fun chugging lake water is it choke on this bitch a (laughs) i'm like that was a good one a a is getting sloppy to me. You think? I do. I do. Just in this episode, I was kind of like, "What are you doing?" Eh, I mean, they're just they're just being a bitch, you know, as they like to be. Just you know, rubbing salt and wounds and all. They're not really up to much else, and I guess a little payback. They're like, "You just made a sting operation for me, made me look bad for a minute." True. You know, and then you know i guess but depending on what you know the situation is potentially took out a minion of mine or something you know but just uh, reminding them that they are nowhere close to having the upper hand yeah yeah i'm gonna and awful things are gonna happen i'm gonna make jokes about it you know yeah (laughs) i just feel like sometimes you just quietly take the victory you don't <laughs> need to a. send the text message <laughs> not a moment will go by where a's can't yeah. it doesn't see an opportunity to poke that wound they're gonna <laughs> um and then we have the opener credits and then we come back and i like that right away they're like yeah lucas called his parents i'm like oh okay like it was said so casually i'm like oh so lucas is alive that's pretty important yeah, which I thought was kind of like, uh, wait, you didn't want to do like a big reveal, you know? 
I guess. You didn't want to leave that mystery that you decided to drag out with Ian for nine episodes. Right. <laughs> Where it's like, is he dead or alive? And right. And I was just like, is he dead or alive? Like, I, at the end of the last episode, I was like, oh, I can't wait for yeah. them to, like, play this out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, two minutes in the episode, like, oh, yeah, he's fine. Right. Like, in the finale, they find his waterlogged corpse or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, drag it out a little bit. Build up a little bit of mystery. Yeah. Uh, and because uh, they're talking to Ashley, Hannah's mom, about the situation, and and she's like, "Oh, okay." She's and she's talking about like, "Do I need to call his parents?" She's like, "Why would you do that?" She's like, "Because my daughter threw a party that he like almost died at. Like, I feel like a call's in order." And but then she's also like getting more suspicious. She's like, "Hannah, were you like drinking at this party?" No. She's like, "Were you like? Did you have a fight with someone? Like, were, like did something crazy happen?" <laughs> that led to this because yeah. obviously it's extreme um you know of course they just blow her off as always um and they're gonna go to oh they get a call and they're like we got to go to spencer's oh yeah, yeah. I, f- I i have to say i feel like ashley was being a good parent being a really good parent she tries it makes me wonder if she ever gets that concerned when Hannah goes missing for lengthy periods of time. Well, here's the thing: is we see that all the time. We're like, <laughs> yeah, she does ask the questions more than any other parent because she's around more than any right. other parent. But then she also does just let Hannah go off into the night a lot. It seems, and then of course she never follows through with these questions because no one can ever pull at that thread too strongly. There's a part of me that maybe thinks that she was, you know, trying to pry where it's like. I don't want my daughter getting into more shit. Oh, for sure. You know, this could look bad. Right. Or, I mean, obviously, her, she might be like, I don't know, did, like, a boy try to assault you out in the lake or something? Is that why you had to fight someone off? Like, did something bad? You know, any yeah. number of things. She's being a good mom here. Good job, Ashley. Yeah, good for you. We like to see good parenting for the brief moments that flashes on screen. <laughs> It happens few and far between. It's but true. When it does, it's <laughs> magical. Uh, but of course, they go to Spencer's, and that's because she. Where did she? Oh, she searched her attic because the whole clues they also found were that the picture they found on A's phone they found was of the dolls that A sent them sat behind a wallpaper that was the wallpaper in spencer's attic or her lake house family attic. yeah and that means a was there or someone working for a was there at some point yeah. and, and they think it was lucas and all this stuff and so she went back up there searching around and it's like i found this other stuff it's like a bag full of burner phones and look here's a receipt for some and it was what was the relevance? It was recently or something, but then also it has an address. It, yeah, it has a purse. There was an address somewhere in the stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was just the date was relevant because that's, we learn, was the same night that Hannah and Caleb were oh. also. <laughs> yes, that was what it was. At the lake house. Yes. When... And, and, and she's like, oh my God. Hannah's like, A was there when we were there while we were. And Spencer's like fraternizing on my Nana's sofa. <laughs> she has still not let that go. <laughs> uh, She's like, there's like four other bedrooms in that house with beds. <laughs> it's just funny to me to imagine that A, whoever they are, is probably like up in the attic doing 
mischievous things and then all of a sudden it's just like two people having sex <laughs> below you and you're just like the fuck right or neither one knew anything about the other and just hannah and caleb are down they're like you know you mean so much to me i'll always be here for you fire burning in the background and just a's upstairs like doing the doll's yeah. hair <laughs> taking photos i'd uh, be okay with that too yeah uh the address is for Schmitty's, some bar or something in in town. Yeah, it's or in, in uh, the city, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. So of course, Spencer's like road trip. Check yep. it out. Clues, investigations. Go. We gotta go. And the other ones are like, I, I mean, Arya's oh. like, I guess I will, so you don't go alone. Yeah. And she's like, Hannah, Hannah's. I love that Hannah's like, uh, I can still taste lake water in my mouth. Mind if I sit this one out? <laughs> I like how they use that. Just like. <laughs> Emily's like, um, there's still glass in my hair. Yeah. I, um, I get a timeout. <laughs> you know, fair enough. Take it where you can get it. Yeah, it's just like, let me sit sit on the bench. Yeah. This this go around. But as we've talked about, like, this is this is an episode where Hannah's dealing with some emotions, you know. Um. And then Arya's talking to Spencer about the Holden situation, because I guess Spencer knew Holden back in the day, too, or of him. And she's like, oh, he's not still in Portugal, and... Um, Can we just take a brief moment to acknowledge this fur scarf, Daniel Boone type hat combo Arya's got going on? Because that's that the fur thing. What that wasn't a vest, right? It literally just draped over her neck. Like a, there wasn't a back. What do they right? call that? That's like a. Yeah, I don't know the name. There's for that. a word for it. I can't remember. But it's where it's like not a fur coat, but it's like a fur shrug. Yeah, I don't. It was. It's kind of like a poofy scarf. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Oh, I, I, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I understand your dad told you to maybe cover up a bit, but what is this? This is her way. Nah, I mean, she look. She looks good. She looked cute. I'm sure there was something insane to it. It's Arya. But there always is. At the same time, I was like. Did girls ever actually dress like this? Like, no. Is it- no one's ever actually dressed like Ari in real life, I don't think. Some of it follows some you higher fashion trends. You have to imagine that there were girls who watched this show who were in high school. Who tried and then they just went like... went out and imitated... Could have done any number of insane things that would have replicated this well. Just stapled things to their head. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'll probably cosplay as that next time. <laughs> I support it. Just so I can get the, the furry boa thing she's, <laughs> she's rocking. I'm sure it's fake, fur. I'm sure Arya would never. Well, yes, yeah. She wouldn't She wouldn't do an actual animal fur. <laughs> um, she also mentions that Ezra's not answering her calls. I guess because we also saw last episode when she tried to reach out to him. They, they're separated right now because her parents are, oddly enough, not cool with her dating her former teacher. I don't Threatening to call the police. Yeah, I, don't, I don't get that. <laughs> it just makes no sense. It's so weird. Such a strange reaction. Uh, but then she's been, like, calling him secretly. But the last time he was like, hey, you can't call me because Byron's, like, threatening the police now. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, we had that sad moment. With her crying and yeah, essentially being broken up with, she she wasn't ready for that. Yeah, you know her world's in shambles right now. Mm-hmm. You know she's on that same level as Hannah. Uh, I don't, I don't, okay, let's not. 
And Anna, who may have just almost drowned and almost killed someone. We don't need to compare to Arya's bullshit, but that's fine. Arya's relationship. Oh, and she's about is... to bounce back just fine, Philip. Is she? Just fine. Uh, is let's, she? let's get into it, because uh, the aforementioned Holden appears down the hall. He's back at school. I guess he's just, yeah, he goes to school there now. And I, I'll give the boy credit. He's confident and bold, because he just walks up. He's like, hey, how you doing? Oh, hey, Spencer, you know, catching up with you. Uh Hey, Ari, you want to go out with me? Just like, you know, she's like, oh, uh, she even asked. She's like, well, she's like, well, I can't really go out. Sorry. And he's like, oh, no, you're grounded. Yeah, I talked to your dad already. Uh, he said it's totally fine. With I him. asked for permission. Yes, he says. <laughs> and Spencer's like, uh, is that still a thing? I'm sorry, what? And he's like, oh, my parents are old fashioned or, or trying to push, you know, uh, manners on me and it's like well i guess that's a manners thing but it's also i guess sexist and silly but you know whatever um he gives me serial killer vibes <laughs> now that you say it when i look at his face i'm terrified yeah no you're actually really really correct i didn't think about it but yeah, yeah. it's just this side of either boyishly charming or serial killer it's serial killer <laughs> <laughs> that guy terrifies me <laughs> The haircut doesn't help either. Yeah. Uh, but he confirms, like, she's, well, she asks him, like, she's like, is this, like, a date? And he's like, mm-hmm, yeah. You know, is that weird? Is that cool? And she's like, well, we've known each other forever. Joke's about me making you eat paste, you know, typical things. But uh, but he's like, yeah, no, I'm asking you on a date. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, all right, this girl bounces back fast. But uh, no, there's more well, to it. Rebound. Than... Everyone gets a rebound. I th- the body's not even dead yet, <laughs> let alone cold. Okay, but here's the thing. She gets a pass. Okay. Hold on. All right. I'm listening. I'm listening. I mean, this isn't like... I, I just think with the fact that her parents basically were like, hey, you got to shut that shit down completely. Like, it's so highly inappropriate that if you and Ezra even try something... We're going to call the oh, fucking police. Okay, Philip. If that was her actual actions, I'd support it 100%. We, we will find out very quickly that that is not. I'm just saying, in this instance, it may okay, we'll a give, good Okay, we'll idea. give her credit in this make-believe instance, sure. <laughs> uh, but speaking of troubles and paradises, we go to Hannah and Mona, and yay. We haven't seen the two of them hang in a minute, but... Outside of her just, you know, inviting well, herself to their party. Yeah, I feel like last episode was the first time we've really seen Mona in yeah. quite a while. Yeah, she comes and goes, but, um, I mean, because she's kind of that awkward fifth wheel. She's never going to hang out with the liars and get along with them, so got to wait for the one-on-one scenes with Hannah. Um, and then she, Mona's just bitching about Lucas being pretend missing. <laughs> Yeah. Showing her usual uh, lack of compassion. Well, (laughs) now, here's the thing. Mona does not care because she has her own problems. Yes. And she's not so closely tied to all this Lucas stuff. Oh, no. She has every right to be like, I don't fucking care. (laughs) I was skinny dipping with Noel Khan. And she's like, which I did out of desperation because I think I'm losing him. Yep. Yep. We had a huge fight that night. Which I'm like, I wonder what it was about. That's such. I'm. I'm so saddened by this. 
I know. You thought that was the this forever discovery. love. <laughs> I was looking forward to more of them together. I liked the way they bounced off of each other. I, I, them as a couple does intrigue it's fun. me. It's exciting. And now you've just taken that away from me so quickly. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't get enough. It's true. I agree. Um, and then they see someone walking by carrying Hannah's uh, big old picture of Hannah that's from the... Uh, She's Homecoming wearing, queen. Yeah, she's got the, the tiara on. Mm-hmm, the crown and the sash or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, oh, excuse me, where's that going? That's supposed to be hound, uh, featured prominently in the south wing underneath the well-lit window or something. Yeah. And he's like, eh, the principal told me to like throw it in the garbage or whatever. Put Take it somewhere it storage. else. storage. Yeah. yeah, he's like, well, I don't think... Uh, he, the, he doesn't seem to think uh, orange jumpsuit goes with it. With the tiara, With the yeah. tiara. Basically, like, now that you're a criminal, we can strip your... T- <laughs> and Mona's right there for her. She's like, you know, she's not giving up the crown. <laughs> uh, you know, it's good to see Mona still hype man. Yeah, and, and she still has her priorities. Yeah. <laughs> crown. But I'm also like, I, I get that there's things like this with, like, Miss America. Is there, like, a conduct code for homecoming that you already won like does it even matter anymore like i don't think that's i guess you show back up the next year i don't even know this school stuff i never went to these things like like i guess do they go on another parade before the next crowning like Uh, i don't i don't yeah yeah yeah. i guess so i i feel like usually when they do like the homecoming court uh that yeah they'll like parade out the last year's winners I don't remember that. Maybe someplace. I mean, they had Melissa there as a former winner. I think that's what it is. It's just like, oh, these people are in town. Yeah. I mean, I get what they're getting at, though, is like these girls have a shadow on them, you know, a taint on their image and their record. They're, you know, they're criminals now. And but then Mona's like, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Hey, are you even listening? You know, she's like, you have been ignoring me basically all the time. I listen to your bullshit nonstop yeah. and never say anything or always listen. And you seem to care more about your homecoming picture than your best friend who's over here talking about losing, you know, her boyfriend and is all upset. And she's like, can you be any more selfish? And she's not wrong in this moment no. because she wasn't listening well. I mean, we get that she's emotionally dealing with the whole, you know, fallout and, I would understand it affecting her so much that she can't pay attention to other stuff. And whether you mean well, mean well or bad or not, like I, you know, I, I imagine it's easy to tune out Mona sometimes. You know, she prattles on a lot about about a bunch of self-centered, shallow things. I'm sure. You know. Yeah, but I think she just wants any sort of a response. Yeah, she wants her friend, which is very valid too. And she does have the right point that she perked right up to ask where the hell her picture was going. <laughs> She was able to focus on that real well. Yeah. So, yeah, Mona's pissed. She's, you know, we've seen this before where I guess it's essentially the same type of thing. It's because right now Hannah's distracted by essentially a shit in her life, you know, Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And it takes her away and Mona gets pissed off, you know, understandably. She needs her friend. Yeah. She needs her ride or die. Yeah. Hannah's just off in her own shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, but Hannah doesn't feel good about this either. You know, I'm sure she feels like she's just overloaded and failing people left and right. Um, goes to the bathroom stall and starts to cry, which, you know, hate to see any time these girls cry. 
Uh, you know, I think it's a cry that's, you know, it was needed. Yeah. No, for sure. She's may have just killed your friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot going Let's on. Let's not forget that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, she knows he's alive at this point. But No, I know. But I yes. Know. <laughs> uh, we go to Emily and Maya calls, which it's like, oh, yeah, Maya's in town. That's awesome. We uh, They had their moment, but it was a few episodes ago, and they haven't come back to it since, I don't think. Yeah, I thought this was again. You know, they this show was a baller ass move from Maya. I was like, oh my! And again, reminding us why we love Maya so much. Oh yeah, she was smooth as hell. She's like, well, she calls up and she didn't recognize her number for some reason or something. I, you know, you could have star sixty nine it or something. I guess to play a joke or something, but you know, says something generic or strange or something. She's like, wait, who is this? And she's like. Can I say something dirty to you then, or something? Well, she she says that. Uh, oh, this is the is this the crisis hotline? Oh, and she goes right. uh, n- no, and she goes, "Who is this?" And she's like, "Oh, uh, this is a private number." And it's like, "Oh, in that case, I guess I can say anything, and it, it can even be dirty." Mm-hmm. And you just, know, and then they you know chit chat and they're cute, and then uh, Emily's like. Well, are you gonna? She's like, what? Say something dirty. I'm like, ooh, Emily, you, yeah. you're giving it back, too. I like it. And then Maya's like, oh, I figured I'd just whisper that in your ear tonight. I was like, woo hoo <laughs> Getting hot in here. They they have that spark. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it, shine, it's a, it shines very bright. I like to see the two of them together. And oh, I, think, I think Emily needs that right now. Yes. Uh, let's hope that A stays away from Maya. Right. <laughs> but Yeah, no one's usually uh, ever too safe. But I think Emily needs this. Yes. And Maya asks her, hey, do you have a fake idea? And Emily's like, yeah, I do. Which we saw Allison give her and the other liars in the fl- one of the flashbacks. When they went... <laughs> when they went to a frat party. <laughs> when they went to the frat party. Where they were already in the party and still showed ID to some random dude sitting on a stool. When they, well, I don't think they're in yet. But either way, they talked loudly about, about will these IDs. fake IDs work while yeah. the guy's like a foot away <laughs> yeah. waiting at the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she's like, well, do you have two of them? Because mine got taken by my parents when they went through all my stuff when I got sent to rehab camp or whatever. Yeah. Sober camp. I think Sober is what camp. She yes. It. Yes. And uh, she's like, I think I can. I think I can make that happen. Yeah, because I guess they're going to go see a band together or something. Something. They want to go to some in the city, some event, to some yeah. bar, some place, some event. Yeah. And, uh, and then they say something else, but then Maya's just like, you know, whatever trouble or problem or something. She's like, uh, yeah, but getting to see my girl tonight will make it all all right. I was like, whoo you is smooth. Yeah. I mean, you know, if Maya called me her girl, I think uh, my heart would melt a little bit too there. Uh, then we go back to sadder things. Just <laughs> Hannah still in the bathroom stall. And she like heard a noise or something. And then now she sees water overflowing mm-hmm. at her feet. And uh, and starts walking outside. And she's probably like, is this A or did someone drop a deuce real bad? <laughs> Uh, but no, it's it's a, a message because the sink is overflowing onto the floor with a little 
little boat, little like made out of popsicle sticks. I don't know, just like a little yeah. wood model of a little boat, just floating on the edge <laughs> with two oars in it. Yep. And then she gets a text: "Life is but a dream, Hannah, and I'm your nightmare." A. Again, I don't mind the text messages, but <laughs> a. What are you doing? I like the drama of it. I appreciate it. You decided it. to toss a bottle full of lake water near her so she may possibly drink it and get grossed out. It's just and then psychological games. you go games. into a bathroom and... F- it's just psychological games. I like it. <laughs> I just... I, you it's know, petty. I, I would rather I like a step away and let these girls just self-destruct. Yeah. Uh, and, and then come back and, and, you know, really hit them hard. Yeah. when you Sometimes when A does these little little slight jabs, I'm just like, okay, you're just showboating. <laughs> A is one to do that. That's true. It, it, I, I'm not, I, I don't need it. You know? <laughs> uh, I think sometimes the show just needs to remind any new audience members that, yeah, they get texts a lot. <laughs> Uh, we go to Arya and Spencer. They're talking about traveling into the city and they're going to take the train and what's the schedule. And, oh, she's going to go on a, that date with Holden to uh, like, play? I think so. Or maybe or a, a double feature movie. or I, something. I don't think it was a, it's something I think artsy. someone at some point said the word festival, but... Mm, it could have been. Blue something festival. I don't know. Maybe. It's something... Some pretentious artsy event. Yes, that, you know, uh, a reading, a gallery, a play. Who cares? Something. <laughs> something that Ezra and Ario are With, both wildly yes. into. Yes, as she points out, cause, or Spencer points out, she's like, weren't you going to go to that with Ezra? Yeah. She's like, yeah, but I can't now, so I guess I'll go with Holden. And Spencer's like, and maybe Ezra just happens to be there. And Arya's like, could be. So I'm like, cool, you're just already using Holden, who directly and sweetly asked you out and was like playing zero games, just up front you know and then uh and then spencer i i don't appreciate uh co-signing that bs but also co-signing her whole ezria bullshit which you know they just have to do but being like it was either here or later but uh aria's like you know is this a mistake doing that and, and spencer's oh, like later. no yeah is it later <laughs> but um, yeah she's you know, she's very pro-love. Yes. She's that's like, this the, is a romantic gesture you're that's doing. That's the thing is, three of these girls have said, I love you or feel like they are in love. And Spencer is very pro-love right now. Yes. So, of course, she's on the Ezria train. Yes. <laughs> uh, we also, get... shout out to Arya for being the new tech-savvy one. Because for some weird reason in this scene, I don't know what the purpose of Spencer oh, not I was being able to that. get cell service. I think it was just a comedy bit. is, and then they decide to switch places yeah, at the table. Yeah, Spencer's like, wait a minute. She's like all jealous of her signal. How are you? you? have a better signal than me. I can't like do anything but, right now. But then Spencer's trying to figure out the train schedule, and Arya just grabs her phone, pushes a button, and is like, oh, one leaves in 20 minutes. And you're like, are you just some tech guru now? Um, I don't think that makes her a tech guru. I think at best that means she has a better plan or, or pro- phone provider, maybe. She's just tech savvy. That's all it is. <laughs> but I didn't get that either. I think it was just supposed to be a comedic bit. But like it was, 
It, it was. You were waiting for it to lead somewhere. Like I was. Wait, how did you get a signal over here? Wait, we found a secret Wi-Fi hotspot. Oh, move this brick. Well, okay, there's well, an A hidey hole. No, no, no. I mean it. Like I was literally wondering if it like not that, but like like it was gonna lead to some kind of clue or information or I don't even something know. more than what. We yeah, got. just a weird joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we go to Hannah, who's with Caleb now, and. And she, basically, Caleb wants to talk about what the hell happened last night. Well, he Where feels, is Lucas? What's going on? He feels uncomfortable, and he says it. He says it just feels weird being there while he's not, like, while all this is happening. Right, because he's still staying at Lucas's place with his right. parents, and now Lucas isn't even there. And there's this all this weird shit going on. Like, he just up and vanishes. Yeah, and he's saying he's staying at his cousin's, but I called his cousin's, and he's not there. So he lied. Yeah. You know, where would he be And you know, I think just maybe he says it or Hannah, like maybe he's went back to the lake house. He says that. Yeah. Cause he wants to go searching. Like yeah. he wants to go out and try and find and Hannah's Lucas. like, nah, he's fine. Yeah. But yeah, I'll come back. Well, I'm assuming she wants to avoid this because of all her secrets Because basically if he talks to Lucas, then she has to explain. Mm, no, I think that's what that I was. think she's just hoping this problem stays away for a second. I think that too, but I think it's some of the specifics are she thinks that Lucas helped A, and then to find him is to have a confession of him working for A, which is to expose the whole A thing to Caleb, which she is not wanting to do. Because she mentions it later, how she's like, has to keep secrets and that sucks. So I think it's all wrapped in there. I mean, I'm sure she has a general avoidance of all of it emotionally right now, but I think that's why Mm. she's like... Just, just wait. I'm sure he'll turn up. I mean, I'm assuming she may be hoping to talk to him herself. She probably is avoiding talking to him because she feels guilty slash betrayed slash whatever. I don't even know. I'm sure she doesn't know what to feel right now, but shitty and confused. Um, but yeah, she's like, eh, he'll show up. Why don't let's let's? He probably wants some space, you know. And Caleb's like, um, that's our boy Lucas. Like, no, let's go find him. What are you yeah. talking about? And uh. And she's, he's like, you don't want to find him. He's like, you lying to me about things. You know, because just before that, he's just saying how, like, ah, I can tell when people are lying. It's like, Ugh. Yeah, he, he he knows. Yeah. He knows there's something. <laughs> it's not adding up. And and Hannah is, like, you, you've said it to me, and it's true. Hannah's, she's being a little bratty as she does this episode, because she even says to him, like, he's like, you're being dishonest to me. She's like, are you calling me a liar? And it's like, you're lying to him, Hannah. So you calm down. Um, you know, but he's like, I'm gonna go find him. You know, and look at the at the lake, and he's she's like, okay, no one's stopping you. Yeah, get out of here. Goodbye. Yeah. Have fun. I was like, damn. And then she gets a text. Thankfully, not an a text. It's from Mona. Need that she needs to talk. Yeah. And then we join Arya and Spencer, now in the city, looking for this address and. Wait, that Schmidty's over there, and this is eight oh two. That's eight oh three. Something's. It's they're not finding this address, or it's not clear what it is. Or there's not something. Well, it's a. It's just a small newsstand. Yeah. And I guess they didn't want to like look deeper into that, where I they guess. were like, "Oh, I guess you know this isn't really anything of value." Mm-hmm. Although there could have been. I don't know. I, I really don't know what you would have found at that newsstand. Right. If and it, it was. It, it definitely doesn't matter because it leads to something else. But oh, yeah, this is where 
uh, Spencer's or Arya's like, well, if there's nothing here, let's go our way and let's get on with our evening. I'm gonna go do my whole thing with my fake date with Holden to try to see Ezra. And she's like, am I doing the right thing? And yeah, this is where Spencer's like, absolutely, you're fighting for love. It's romantic. And de-. I'm like, all right. <laughs> uh, I mean, let's not forget last episode, Hannah went and visited Ezra. <laughs> To say that she is pro-Ezria. I mean, because I guess the show, you know, wants us to be pro-Ezria, so the girls need to be pro-Ezria. If all the liars are pro-Ezria, then so are we. Yeah. Um, So she takes off, and then Spencer's just kind of walking around, and she is at a crosswalk, and a blind woman shows up with a guide dog. and Okay. Crosses the street, and she sees, walking past her, another blind man with, like, a walking stick. She's like, okay. Oh, and there's like three more over there. Okay, huh? Um, she's like, Jenna's people. <laughs> uh, but first we go to Emily and Maya. And they're at the hotline center. I guess Emily's getting off her shift. And, you know, Maya's there flirting with her, being cute. Oh, it's so nice that you help people. And then Maya gets a text and immediately gets cagey. And is like, hey, I gotta go, but like, we'll still meet up. But later, you mind if I just, you know, go handle something first? And uh, she's like, you know, you know, okay. Or does she say anything to her yet? I don't think so. But oh yeah, no, Maya, she doesn't. But Maya walks off into the camera. She like makes a face. She's clearly yeah. disturbed, worried, scared. There's something that's off with her. Yeah, it's a little shady. Um, and then we cut back to Spencer, who is in fact at a. And it, I, I know it's not blind school. That's what I like wrote. But it's a their school for you know the blind. Their school for the blind. Yeah, we had yeah. we had it in Austin. Mm-hmm, they had a really big one there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so Spencer's like checking it out because she probably is on that like, uh, you know, Jenna went to a you know school for the blind in the city. Um, and it's right over here by a location we were sent to. And. She goes up to the front desk and she's like, I'm trying to locate a former friend. She's like, oh, our records are all confidential. She's like, well, I don't need to know anything about like her medical history. I just wanted to know if this is the same school, you know, that I think she might have gone to or something. Yeah. And the lady's like, I can't even tell you which chair she used to sit in. And it's like, oh, I guess you just are saying <laughs> uh, in a, inadvertently that she did go here. You're not going to tell her anything else. But really, Spencer just wanted to know, did she go here? So now she yeah. knows. Um, and she kind of glances at a sign-in book, and then she hears, looking for Jenna? And, uh, she goes over to some guy who just made me laugh, because he's just, like, ridiculously model handsome, and this, like, angelic face with these golden curls, and, like, a (laughs) soft demeanor. I'm like, is this just an angel here? (laughs) Um, but I guess first we go to... uh, uh, Emily and Hannah and she's Emily's basically like yeah I think Maya's keeping something from me um, and Hannah's like can't anyone have a secret anymore uh, which is funny because she's obviously yeah she's tired of people asking her questions and she's my Emily's like well A could be going after her like you know she's like she's done everyone else in our lives I should right. probably be looking out for that or should I just know what's going on in her life if we're trying to reconnect um, and uh, Hannah makes a comment about it sucks being the girlfriend who knows too much 
And <laughs> Emily makes the really good counterpoint. She's like, yeah, it sucks being the girlfriend who doesn't know what's enough, you know. Makes you wonder if that should uh, maybe kickstart some thoughts in Hannah's head about sharing something with Caleb. Well, it's true. It's hard to say, though, because I feel like she is altruistically not sharing things with Caleb. I mean, selfishly to some point, just because she, I think she has an understanding of what can happen to relationships once they're exposed to all of it. Whether, I mean, obviously it just is what it is, but Mm -hmm. she's playing a little bit of a fantasy that if she could just keep it separate, she could just have that little happy bubble. But, but yeah, but it does make the good point. It's like, yeah, but you're going to make Caleb feel like shit if you're not careful too. Yeah. I mean, you know, just, Watch out about pushing someone away, because if, yes. if if you hide enough stuff, mm-hmm. people are gonna feel like either there's something they don't yeah. need, they you don't want them to know that could really jeopardize things, or you don't trust them. You yeah, just got, you're sneaky. They're just gonna get tired mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, it makes anybody nervous in a relationship when that shit's happening. So yeah, that's the thing. Is like I understand why Hannah's being defensive and all up in her feelings, but it's like no, that's not the smart way to be. Like you're not. It's not going to do you any good. Yeah. Get them to stop talking to you about it in this moment. And then, like, yeah, like you said, maybe stop talking to you forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we're back with at the Blinds Institute and the this new random guy's, you know, like, oh, did you go to school with Jenna? And Spencer smartly lies and is like, oh, no, I didn't go to school with Jenna. You know, uh, I met her before she went, you know, back the, or to, went to Rosewood or something. And I'm just trying to reconnect. Because I'm sure she knows. Like, I'm not one of those bitches she probably talked about from <laughs> Rosewood High that yeah. tormented her. Um, and he's saying that, you know, Jenna pulled him out of a deep depression. He describes how he has a, was born with a condition that he slowly went blind over time. And yeah. that he didn't handle that well. But Jenna, Jenna pulled him out of a dark place. She's a strong, amazing, was powerful just inspired woman. inspired by her, yes. She's basically a superhero the way this guy talks about her. I mean, we know Jenna. She kind of is. I mean, yeah, but... And then he also is like, oh, I swear that girl made more progress in a year than almost anyone, you know, here ever or something, you know. And it's like, oh, we know she was motivated. She was determined, (laughs) as he said. Yes, yes. He had some stuff he needed to take care of back back home. home. Yes, it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. it's so fun to picture her just pissed off. Just, I mean... rehabbing i'm like training i don't know but rehabbing hard just being like make those bitches pay because <laughs> uh, he also mentions or yeah and he's like i hope she did it you know and she got back there uh but she meant he mentioned something about like oh she was so good she went out she would leave the school you know i guess to practice her skills or yeah. something and spencer's just like mm, she's just slipped in and out of here when now you know was unaccounted for at what point and then he says that he just helps out here. He's not a student anymore. And I, I like that uh, it feels like a little little uh, chemistry or something between I feel like Spencer's like, a little. you're really gorgeous and I'd love to sleep with you, but I have a boyfriend. There was a little bit of chemistry here, but I think it was just because he's such a likable guy. Yeah. I mean, they're also doing that thing here that they like to do in shows. I mean, everyone's beautiful on TV shows for the most part, but it also just feels like he's like... Oh, anyone with like a, a disability who's overcome something, they're just like we just look at them like, oh, well, they're better. They're yeah. they're a different breed, you know. They you know almost make them into these like magical people that are just you know 
which I guess that actually makes Jenna's uh, representation of a, of a blind person and being sneaky and crazy, but also strong, you know, a diverse representation. They don't always have to be like innocent and perfect. And right. <laughs> but this sort of feels like one of those tropes with this guy. Uh, but, you know, she's like, thanks, you know, for the talk. See you later. He's like, your pulse is racing when they like shake hands. And then I guess he also, when he showed her, like, some trick about being able to tell which the sugar is and the fake sugar by touch. Well, he keeps doing these, like, little, you know, kind of... Hey, we're just as capable as you, you know, which is very true, but, like... But also, too, reminding uh, Spencer that he learns all this from Jenna. Yeah. Jenna's the one that taught him everything. Yeah, she's the young young Jedi. Yes, and she is the master and powerful and dangerous as ever. I love it. I like to, even though we're, we don't get to see Jenna. Oh, just the mention of her presence. Yeah, just reminding us how fantastic she is is yes. good enough. Yes. And uh, yeah, that's when Hannah's just, or Spencer's just like, yeah, she's full of surprises, that one. <laughs> yeah, she's really good at reading people. And then when she's starting to leave, the front desk lady's like, hey, you have to sign in. Do you not see the sign? What's the sign say? All visitors sign in. She's like, okay, I guess I have to. And she's also like, all visitors sign in, you say? Yeah. And slips back there. I thought she was just going to go through that book, which makes sense if no one suspicious uh, visited lately wouldn't give you anything. Right. I thought she was going to like open books and and check on stuff. But But I'm like, girl, the front lady isn't blind. Uh, (laughs) She's just gone for like half a second, but she grabs a... I guess one of the the sign-in book from the year Jenna would have been there Mm -hmm. and just steals it. We're like, oh, okay, we're just doing this now. Okay, there she goes. She's off. (laughs) Yeah, she just grabs it and goes. I'm like, oh, okay. This is, uh, you know, there could be cameras. Number one. Uh, Number two, you were there and the book was there. They don't know who she is. Now you've left and the book is also missing. They don't know who she is. You were being sketchy the whole time you were here. They are, but I mean, it's also just a sign-in book. Which I'm also like, because at first I was like, is this like a yearbook? Does the school have yearbooks? That's what I thought, because there was years on it. Yeah, I'm like, they just save in a, like, because I guess it is a book they sign, literally. But I'm just like, you save all those, like, on the shelf? Okay, whatever. That makes sense, though. I guess. For records of some sort. It just doesn't seem that pertinent of records that need to be kept around that directly but whatever mm. she got she got some info she's happy and then we go to uh maya getting or uh, emily getting basically just borrowing aria's fake id right for maya to use and aria smartly points out she's like me and maya don't look anything alike she's like eh, it says five two brunette whatever but close enough we'll be fine yeah that and, and honestly that's a lot of people don't even pay attention. They, yeah. They're just looking at the date or... Yeah. Though you might look at a young-looking girl and be like, even though the actress playing Maya is like 40 or something, she's not quite that, but she's like in her 30s or something. But uh, she's forever ageless. I worked... When I worked in the service industry, I knew people who worked at clubs in Austin, and they said sometimes if there were not enough women in the club... They would sort of ignore mm. uh, fake IDs mm. just to increase the number so it's not just a bunch of dudes in the club. Mm. 
And I was like, that's kind of messed up. Yeah, I'm like, oh, hey, <laughs> we need of... some more bait in here, so let's take your little vulnerable <laughs> underage self and throw you right in there. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty fucked. So I, I could see in this instance, she's just like, oh, you're a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. You, you, It's enough. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> and then they talk about uh, Hannah is going to be home alone they're all going out and doing stuff hannah's kind of you know still recovering from the whole situation or whatever and they're like hey we don't want to leave you alone she's like well i don't really want to be alone but like no don't cancel your plans i'll be fine my mom's coming home soon like go on your date you know yeah i'm good well she's nervous and she's not fully good she kind of does a little complaining here yeah which kind of because I feel like you're about to brush over that just casually, but mm-hmm. no, she's throwing a little temper tantrum here. <laughs> it's to the smallest degree, but she's just yeah. like, no one's even here. And it's like, girl, you've pushed yeah, everyone away. And the two people that are in front of you, they got shit to do. Yeah. Because they didn't piss off their significant, well, <laughs> I guess I'm the one or well, never mind. Never mind. But, <laughs> but yeah, she's she says she's going to be fine. She, her mom will be home soon. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad she didn't prevent us from having either of the experiences that are about to come. <laughs> yes. Uh, we see uh, Holden show up for his date. And I'm just like, ah, oh, this poor schmuck has no idea. Uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but he uh, runs into Arya, and, you know, Phil wants to defend Arya's every action. It's fine. I don't. I do not. <laughs> I thought what was funny here is he kind of asks, uh, why she was in trouble with her in parents. In trouble with yeah. her parents. And she's like, it's a real long story. And I'm like, yeah. I also hope <laughs> that you can acknowledge now that, like, <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah. And sharing that information with other people. They would never understand your love. Kind of weird. not healthy. <laughs> yeah, like if I went on a date with a girl uh, and it was the first time we're really talking to each other. And she's like, oh yeah, I'm dating this much older man who was also my teacher. It's highly inappropriate. I'd be like, I gotta go. Yeah. I'm gonna go home. You got a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, this may be more trouble than anything else. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna... Stay out of this one. Yeah. Uh, but he's sweet and has gummy bears for her. Because I remember, remember I owed you some. Because we ate some when we were kids. And there was a story and childhood he, he, memories. Yeah, he's trying to be sweet. and Yeah. Know. I appreciate it. Arya needs this. Arya needs a little... Uh, she needs something to get her mind off of Ezra. Yes. You know. And of course, like, he wanders off. And I love how she goes up to the ticket counter and gets her tickets. And she's like, two for Montgomery. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, they're two for Fitz. And he shows her the tickets. And she's like, oh, I just thought my friend would be here by now. And she's smiling. Yeah. And just in that moment, she has a slight brief moment of sadness. <laughs> this, and this then she scene. turns. Oh, my God. Bright lights from the kiosk of yes. the theater. A cab pulls up, and who comes walking graciously out of that cab? It is Ezra Fitz. And I'm like, is he? 
going into slow mo. I was like, is R oh Arya's they are fully in slow mo. Like the slowest motion. <laughs> Bright lights on both Ever. of their faces. You know, that heavenly glow you see on television. It was so dumb. Oh, it as was they, so dumb. As they make eye contact, she's smiling. He looks I don't know what he his facial expressions ever really. I guess mean. surprised to see her. Maybe. I think he. I think he smiles a little. It was so stupid and so slow. Slow motion. Like this makes when she ran to him into the school parking lot look like Casablanca or something. Moments of romance compared to this. You know, when I first saw that scene, that's what I thought immediately. Like. <laughs> This is just like Casablanca. <laughs> I put these two things on the exact same level. <laughs> I'm just saying something, or you know, something with some big romantic scene. But uh, I love it. And oh then, my god, it was so bad, but it was wonderful. Holden has to ruin this er, beautiful moment. Steps right into you know into slow mo. Welch of all people, it's like, yes. Why are we bringing her back? I why not? Love to see her, cause yes, uh, he interrupts their slow motion with his actual Mrs. motion. Yeah, and I was like, is that that teacher from the scene when uh, before he Spencer Spencer when Arya went on her little date with uh, Ezra into the city to go to the art gallery, mm-hmm. cause or or to hear a reading or something. Or no, that was the same. And, anyways. Ezra was talking to Ella and this lady yeah. in the cafeteria about inviting them to go hear a reading from yeah. or talk to a author he had tickets for. But uh, yeah, I was like, is that her? And it is. Yep. She is there to, uh, you know, talk to the children, I guess. I don't know. She's just she's just happy to get out. Yeah. Be invited anywhere. Yeah. And for some <laughs> reason, Holden's really intrigued. To talk well, to his Arya old teacher. Completely ignoring anything Mrs. Welch is saying. Oh, yeah. She's just like looking around her head. She's yeah. like, is he still there? Is he still she's there? She's like, move. He's, he's like, damn it. He moved into actual motion now already. Yeah. And he's gone. <laughs> That's why you got to enjoy those slow motion moments mm-hmm. before Mrs. Welch gets in and ruins everything. She does. Uh, we join Spencer, who's just alone in this big city now. With you know, nighttime, and she's <laughs> shadows are abounding. She's you know in like a alleyway parking lot or something. Yeah, going to her car. I felt like we were on the set of like Batman. It really was. It's Gotham all of a sudden. Yeah. Except instead of the Joker, it's Mona. <laughs> the bunch of shopping bags. She's like, Mona. oh, we we could have seen each other, you know, shared a train car together. Yeah. I came here too to do some, you know, shopping therapy. Yeah, a lot of retail therapy. Mm-hmm. Because, well, she needed it because she supposedly has been trying to get in touch with Hannah, mm-hmm. who is continuing to ignore her. It is, and I just love that Spencer is essentially like, oh God, noises in the alley. What is it? Ah! And she's like, it's just me, Mona. And she's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, that's why you know. I screamed. Mona's harmless. <laughs> she just doesn't like to be around her. Um, but yeah, she mentions the fight with with Hannah, and she's like, you know, it's just that Noel Khan dumped me, and I stupid and thought coming out here and going shopping and buying sweater sets would make me feel better. I don't even wear sweater sets <laughs> or bleeds. And I'm like, I don't know what either of these things are, but I, I but I love this scene. 
Uh, yeah, I did too. I, uh, I, I like seeing, I don't like seeing Mona down. No. But I like seeing Mona down and, and filtering it into something yes, comedic. Yes. You know, like so much so to the point where Spencer gives her like words of wisdom here. And then she's just like, oh, like you're smart, smart, not just book smart. Here, please take a sweater set. Like, yeah. It's just trying to like <laughs> hopes that maybe she can rid herself of this retail mistake. Yes. But Spencer's like, I'm good. Uh, but yeah, Spencer points out because because she's like Mona's like you know how much work it took to get a guy like that and Spencer's like but you're Mona Vanderwall like I know you didn't used to be but like she's basically like uh, Mufasaing her she's like remember who you are yeah <laughs> she's like you're a bad bitch who made yourself a bad bitch like right you you know you could get whoever like don't live up to his standards yeah don't let him set the tone for who you are yeah yeah don't let him you know knock you back into that mindset like you're still the bad you know awesome popular girl you made yourself into it's fine um but yeah they had a little sort of sweet moment yeah and she's probably when she sees hannah she's like never again you take that girl's number don't don't make me have to yeah step in like that's, that that's your problem yes. not mine <laughs> don't let that become a my problem no uh aria is in still the theater still talking to mrs welch yeah because i think it's ezra after, invited her right yeah he had he the extra ticket had the extra ticket and she was probably uh, like it's finally happening oh she's well, like i think she's a missus Oh, is she? I think she's listed I'd like as to, Mrs. Welch. She probably is. You're right. I didn't even think about yeah. that. I just like to think that she's lonely and was like, oh, I guess he was just waiting till we weren't colleagues anymore, so it wouldn't be a you know conflict. It's happening. This is probably what kicks off her Fifty Shades of Grey fan fiction. <laughs> you know? Meanwhile, yeah, you're right. She's probably married. And you'd be like, she'd be like, date Ezra. She's like, that child? No, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And of course, too, like, Aria is just still not paying attention, doesn't no. give a shit. Being a horrible date. But then, date. Uh, you know, Mrs. Welch is like, oh, Aria, you know Ezra, don't you? Or Mr. Fitz. And she's like, what, huh? The love of my life? Yeah, was he here? Oh my gosh, he was here? I had no idea. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, you see, they cut to Holden's face and he's just like, uh, well, then also, as the, the, the teacher says, she's like, oh, yeah, he left early, though. I came with him. You know, he had an extra ticket, but he left early. He said he wasn't feeling well. And Arya's smiling. <laughs> that little minx. She's like, because why does that part make her smile? Just, oh, he saw me out with another guy and was too hurt to well, stay. Here, because, I mean, let's not forget that last episode, he basically was like, yo, don't ever talk to me again. He was basically like, don't call me while the heat is on, girl. I'm not going to prison for you. But he didn't say it that way. He said it like, yo, don't ever talk to me again, which rightfully so is yeah. how he should do it. Because, <laughs> yeah, the police get involved and he's he's going to prison for and she's like, some time. no, I'm going to drag you back in. She's like, I won't rest until we're I married think, or you're arrested. <laughs> I think it was just enough that she needed to realize, hey, this door is not fully closed. Okay. You know? That it he gave, could be bothered. Gave, okay, that gives her, her hope. I will give you that better light on her for that scene. We've been going back and forth with our girls this episode, <laughs> judging him on Hannah and me on Aria. But you know what? And we've been making our counterpoints to each other and listening. Ooh. You know, we're trying to 
be you know positive here and uh i'll give you that i can see that that spin on that too i might just be setting him up for later we'll see so he'll look bad when he turns on me (laughs) but no i do i see what you're saying i can see that i can see that (laughs) don't do that i came in here heated and i mellowed out real quickly before we started let's get through the episode and then i'll yell at you uh but uh we joined hannah on, on the stairs of sadness that's never a good yeah. good place for her and she's calling caleb and he's not answering no and ashley comes by and she's going to take a bath and she calls caleb again she's like hey i just you know i'm just worried about you you know just just at least call me and tell me mm. if you're okay and then she hears a noise in the kitchen goes to check it out the door's blown open on the little like back you know doors and it's blowing in the wind and she fixes it and she's like huh i guess the latch was broken or something and that's what she tells her mom up the stairs like everything's good but then we see muddy footprints on the floor dun 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 uh but first we go to the bar nightclub venue wherever it is that maya and uh, emily are going to and then maya gets another call and makes another face and emily's like hey you want me to answer it like is it, are you okay um and then this was nice this is where emily was doing good because she was worried before but uh maya's like starts to say something or just responds to it and emily's like hey you don't have to explain yeah like i'm just here if you need me to just- step into something but you don't have to explain anything to me until you're ready yeah when you're ready come talk to me yeah but i don't need i don't need answers right this second good move emily don't worry about it yeah uh yeah i i applaud Mm -hmm. you know this because you could have like your fellow liars (laughs) decided to take the messy route yes (laughs) uh so good for you for yeah for showing restraint and just like I, i and i think that's one thing that I just love, like, Emily is her best self around Maya. Mm-hmm. It does seem so. You know, and I think she just feels that level of comfort with Maya. Yeah, it's like she recognizes all the great things about Emily, and then also, like, kind of pulls her out of her shell a little bit, makes her even more fun and yeah, outgoing. But Maya does tell her uh, what's going on. Yes. And it says she hooked up with someone. In sober camp. While she was away. It's over now. Yes, yes. Um, She was, you know, feeling lonely. And it's why she wasn't really... If you go back to season one, you know, there was those scenes where Emily was calling her and Maya was being short. Yeah. And basically like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah. You know. And And then she was just... Emily was just like, I think... I think she's done with me. And then we really never heard about yeah. Emily again until she and came I, back. I remember when we rewatched those episodes uh, for for the show and it was just like, oh, well, I guess Maya's just gone. Right. I guess they're, okay. they're just not even going to. They didn't even have an official breakup. Yeah. There's like no answers or anything. It's just like, all right, let's just write this character off. Well, now here we have an understanding for why that happened. Yeah. Which yeah. is still a little harsh. I'm like, damn, you were just with her, but was it though? Because I mean, she did get sent to sober uh, camp. Let's not forget that while Maya hooked up with one person, Emily ran through, <laughs> through like every lesbian women. in town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. She had like a somewhat serious relationship, yeah. you know? So it's true. I, I, I just, it, 
to me, I'm like, okay, I don't think this should be a big deal. And it is in the past. But Emily tells she's like, hey, okay. Like, she's totally cool about it. And you can tell she means that. She's not, like, bothered by yeah. it. She's like, you said it's over, right? Yeah. She's like, okay, cool, then. Except she, she goes, oh, he, yeah, but it's over. And she goes, well. He wants if, me to talk. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to. Or Keyword there being he. he. Yes. Which, because I was rem- she. No. And I guess I, they haven't had a conversation about that, about I her being think bisexual. They did. When they first met, though, I guess that's the one clue I would take is when they first met, she was like, That's a picture of my boyfriend. Right. And then Emily was like, Yeah, I got one of those too, but it felt more like Emily's like, Yeah, I have a beard also, but it felt like because uh, we, as we saw, the Maya was not in the closet. Right. You know, but had had a boyfriend at that time but if yeah so which means that she is she's at least to some degree attracted to men yeah romantically yeah so like yeah i mean you know but it's either a surprise to emily or just a oh yeah you know emily was a little put off she paused for a minute yeah she was kind of like oh i think she did you mean to say she yeah so yeah like oh i wasn't I wasn't concerned, but maybe I'm concerned about a guy. I don't know. Am I? Like, do I compete with men? Do I have to... Com- is it different? Wait, I, probably just all of that. Yeah. Uh, Arya's with Holden, and I guess they finished the event, whatever the hell it was, but he's like, oh, do you want to go get a coffee or, you know, something? And and then he's basically just tells her, he's like, hey, so you went out with the wrong person, didn't you? Yeah. Like... And she's like, what? What are you talking about? He's like... Yeah, so uh, I kind of totally noticed um, just how everyone must always notice that you were just staring love daggers at your former teacher when he came through for a second. Yeah. Which is hilarious to me because it's like Holden clocked it like that. And it's like, meanwhile, these two are like, we're always so careful. Yeah, well, no, it was super (laughs) obvious. He barely knows them or the situation and was immediately put everything together. Yeah, of course. (laughs) You know, there's some intelligent characters on this show, you know, who kind of notice the obvious things that most don't. (laughs) Yeah, glaringly obvious. Uh, But she's like, oh, yeah, could you not mention that to my mom, maybe? Yeah. He's like, oh, so that's, you know, what, you know, your your grounding is clearly about your issue with your parents. And he, he, you know, shows some empathy here, says that, you know, there's some things that... You're not the only one who's got some things to keep secret from their parents. Yeah, you know. And she's like, I'm so sorry, which rightfully so. It's like, this, I did feel like this was kind of shitty. I get, like, it's just a date, but I'm like, it's not like some rando walked up to you at school or at a event and was just like, hey, want to hang out sometime? Oh, it's at this place where Ezra might be. Yeah, I'll go with you there. It was like... Well, she's, you're she said someone you've yes. known forever. She said yes before. I don't think she had that thought about the Ezra thing. I think she, in the moment she was genuinely agreeing to go on a date with him. Mm. And then it just so happened to be. Because earlier in the episode. That just makes it messier, but. Earlier in the episode, she said um, there was a cover up. She was like, oh, he was my cover up, but now he actually. Right. Wants to I was going to say, me. let's not finish or finish. Forget that. Yeah, she was already used. I guess not using him, but using his name yeah. as a cover excuse. But I don't to... think she had that idea in her head until now all of a sudden she's like, well, hold on. I don't know. A also, too. We'll miss hold on. real fast. Hold on. 
hold on, because I knew at the end of the episode, <laughs> this was going to be a scene that you were going to be like, well, Arya's the worst liar this week because of this one particular scene. Here's the thing. It actually may be uh, beneficial for both parties here. Oh, yeah, it might work out well. It doesn't change her motivations or original actions. But it's open to door. It just means going forward, she's not doing something awful, which no. is nice. And she could be helping out a friend. You don't get points for inadvertently helping someone while you're being sneaky and selfish. I think you deserve okay a point. <laughs> you know, he's into the idea. He is. He, he immediately is. is like, what are you doing next Friday? Yeah. He's basically like, yeah, I got my own secrets, so... So, uh, you know, <laughs> happy accident. Yes. I don't think you can falter for it. No. Okay. I think you absolutely can. I don't think you can at all. I think you are Arya And blind. it sounded like for a half a second you were going to agree. Not paying it. attention to your nonsense anymore <laughs> and trying to move on with the episode? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Look, Philip, you're not Arya. You don't have giant saucer blue eyes to... <laughs> Blink at me and betwixt me, okay? You don't know that. <laughs> I know he has since put on a little uh, fur shrug <laughs> like Arya's, but... <laughs> like, you don't know how big my eyes are. <laughs> uh, but we go to Hannah's house and the intruder into her home, and it is Lucas. Yay, it's just Lucas. It's not he's someone alive, scary. And, and he's alive, except he's still saying creepy, scary things. And he's just like, never wanted to hurt you, you know. And she's like, where's Caleb? You know, he's like, what? You know, she's like, what did you do to him? So she's still suspicious. Um, All right, Spencer. And she like calls Caleb, like holds her phone down. He's like, who are you calling? And she's like, I can't let you leave this room. See, this isn't, this is, you want to blame Hannah for this, but this is the writing's fault. Because he's literally saying, he's like, I can't let you leave this room. Yeah. And he's disappeared after she attacked him when she thought he was about to attack her. Hasn't learned anything to discredit that. And then he disappeared and now just showed up in her bedroom, still spitting the same stuff that made her hit him with a oar before. I think maybe just stop for a well, second. Well, everyone in TV should probably take you know, at least an extra beat or two. Yes. Take, take a deep breath. <laughs> And say whatever you need to say in the most direct way possible so there isn't this ominous stuff. Because I do agree. I'm just kind of like, why are we... Okay, let's just put it on the table. Yeah. Let's stop making this out to be something that yeah. we now know it's not. Yeah. You know, Caleb runs upstairs. You know, he overhears uh, Lucas and Hannah. And that they're in the same room. He runs upstairs and breaks up probably nothing yeah that was, was just, gonna happen just him trying to confess because this is what he tells her he's like on the lake i was trying to confess i was scared um, yes so <clears throat> hannah you were potentially going to murder someone because your friends again without absolutely zero concrete evidence is trying to tell you that this guy who you consider to be one of your best friends uh, you just blindly thought he was a killer and that he was going to kill you, so you decided to whack him over the head. Now, here is what actually happened. Josh, go ahead. 
this is what actually happened. But it doesn't blame what she was information she had at that time. But he tells her like, yeah, I just wanted to confess to you and I wanted to talk to you first to soften the blow when I tell Caleb. And he basically tells him, look, dude, your money's gone. Like you stashed a bunch of money in my place when you went to go live with your mom. Yes. And you, you know, he's like, yeah, that money I told you to put, put in your bank check, account and yeah. hold on to, you know, for me. And he was like, yeah, yeah. I uh, was betting on uh, some basketball tournaments. It was a sure thing. I was having fun with it. I was using my smarts and my math ability. Yeah, and like probabilities, probabilities and things and, like that. Uh, we saw that in a previous episode. He had a website pulled up for a second. Yeah, and then Hannah kind of quickly like, closed that? it. He's like, nothing, nothing. Yeah, it was a, a betting Yeah, so page. here, here's what that little uh, random Easter egg was. Mm-hmm. He... he Ended up one team got disqualified. Yeah, so that took it, out all his yeah formulas no, and stuff. No payout. Mm-hmm. He lost everything. He was freaking out. Yes, and he panicked and ran off. Yeah, and he's like, and you know where I've been was driving to every comic book store up and down the whatever you know and yeah. uh, uh, selling his collection mm-hmm. presumably you know he's, he has a big wad of cash they also establish oh i lost four thousand dollars of your yeah. money he's like that's a lot of money <laughs> he's like well here's he a has, big wad of cash he's like this isn't all of it we right. don't know how much it is but it was a big wad of cash it's a good chunk yeah yeah and he you know they're gonna work something out yeah because yeah he's like i'm so sorry you know and Kayla was basically like we're still bros bro you know we'll figure it out and then Lucas is like, Hannah, will you say something, please? This is what Philip got stuck on. And it is. Go ahead. Like, she goes, you're not who I thought you were. Okay. Toned it down a little bit. She said it a little. How did she say it, Philip? A little your... more harshly. Well, let's hear your reading. Like, you're not the person I thought you were. It probably sounded more like that. So we we have been having a disgusted. discussion about it because we're disgusted by Caleb. Well, because it does Lucas. seem rude to be like, oh, I know you didn't try to kill me now. You just did another thing. That's not great. But like you had a weak moment and you're trying to make it right. So it does seem fucked up to be like, oh, I'm judging you for that. Like so harshly and being like, oh, you're not who I thought you were. I think in this moment. Just like we were talking, interpreting wording from the, uh, or actions from our liars, our favorite liar. Mm. I think this might be, and I don't know because we have to go to, you know, more of it. I think she might have been saying it almost to the audience. Like, oh, you're not who I thought you were. Meaning the person I thought you were just since the last episode when I thought you were someone trying to kill me. Oh, you're the Lucas I know. Oops, I, you know, almost killed Lucas. I mean, you know. And feeling guilty. But she says it judgmentally or sounds judgmental. So I don't know. Context clues leave me to believe. We'll have to see if she's like hung up on this next episode or still mad at him or something. I don't know. But I just But it feel seems like a little insensitive when he's also bearing too, his soul. he's and it was, trying to fix it. And he it just was Caleb's money and Caleb's like we'll work it out. Yeah. Like yeah, Caleb seems like, oh, I'm disappointed, but you know, obviously, you're trying to yeah, fix and you've things. done a lot for me, and yeah, like look, we're we'll, bros. We'll work yeah, it out. I'm gonna be living at your house for a while anyway, so <laughs> you know, right? There is all that. I know where you live, so let's maybe make it less awkward, anyways. <laughs> right. 
Hannah's just like, I can never trust you again, Lucas. You're a monster. <laughs> I wish you had tried to kill me and I had killed you. <laughs> uh, uh, but, you know, hey, it's all resolved or whatever. We're, get, we're joining the liars there. Oh, uh, hey, girls. You remember at the beginning of the episode when we all thought that Lucas was clearly A's helper and it's probably better st- that he's dead off? <laughs> funny Turns story. Out he's not, he wasn't even in Rosewood that night. Yes. Oh. Fucking idiots. <laughs> Jeez. Like, oh, what a goof. Let's, uh, let's celebrate <laughs> with a nice Chinese food dinner. You know, the last time we all got Chinese food together, there was no A messages or anything in our fortune cookies. So let's try it again. Oh, uh, our little uh, takeaway boxes are all filled with worms. Yeah. I guess right before that, though, they, she talks she, about the sign. She, she shows them out. the sign. Yeah, she book, shows yes. them the sign out. Uh, there's a line with Garrett. And he checked Jenna out on the night that Allison went missing and never checked back in. Yes, which doesn't, which they're presuming that means she could have come back to Rosewood. She could have gone anywhere. She probably came back to Rosewood and killed Allison. Yes, because Spencer is, of course, going to jump right to that. A hundred percent. But it does seem to potentially go against Jenna's story that, well, I stayed away until Allison was dead. And then I thought it was safe to come back because she had blackmailed me to stay away. Mm Mm-hmm. So, interesting. Um, but yes, then they go to eat their food, and it's full of worms. Yeah. And then they get an A-text. This is what my bait looks like. This is what live bait looks like. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks like now we're even, bitches. A. Yep. I guess, you know, even for their... Uh, try to do their fake out on a which is like okay so like are we just done now a <laughs> oh, for no. now <laughs> for now uh, you know now now we're gonna have like an episode where it's you know the fallout of everything that's happened yeah you know uh so that that's what's that's what's gonna be coming <laughs> down the road uh, and whatever this A tag yeah is, i guess maybe they're not even because <laughs> in a's mind i think a's just like oh yeah I did this because you pissed me off. But also... Yeah. Because uh, at this A tag, A is just off... Uh, it's some work site. Uh, yeah. Somewhere there's tarps. There's yeah. uh, scaffolding. And we see A loosening up a bolt or something on the scaffolding. Interesting. Interesting. Let's see if that ever comes back into play. I so, think it might. I don't know. Some of these these A tags... <laughs> He's just doing weird shit. to nowhere. It's true. This is just one of those maybe where it's like, A's like, I'm going to just loosen these. Maybe See what I'll happens. get lucky. Who I think knows? the liars, like, this is like the bleachers at school. I think the liars sat there one time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, that's the episode. Yeah. So we've got some new secrets for Maya. Yes, a little bit more Holden. A little more Holden and a new setup. This is the new avenue for Arya to keep seeing Ezra potentially. Yeah, so what I what I'm thinking is is the next episode maybe two is going to be a little less A. Like there's still going to be A elements. Right. But that but we're comes gonna, and goes. We're going to learn more about Holden. Right. He's we're got a learn secret. More about Maya. Mhm. She's got a secret. Yeah. 
Spencer is probably going to be off gallivanting around, searching through the houses and attics and woods, just and just break. She's probably pointing fingers, break into the blind academy. <laughs> you know, just probably wiling out. Yeah, and Hannah's going to try and figure out this Lucas situation yeah. and mend things with Caleb yeah. officially. Yeah, I would so imagine. I expect a slightly little more toned down episode next time around if we're following that sort of formula. right. Or at least just a tone down, but not necessarily other crazy bullshit tone down. We'll, well see. Well, in the in the A realm, probably. But mm-hmm. I'm excited because I, you know, I want to learn more about Holden. I think yeah. I'm very curious to be like, ooh, how could this be beneficial mm-hmm. for the, you know, like what are the odds that Holden <laughs> is also in love with some his teacher? teacher? <laughs> <laughs> Him and Mrs. Welch. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like it was like the when, same exact. Like there's setup. a slow motion of Arya right and Ezra, the but side. then there's also another one. <laughs> oh my god! I love it. I love it. Because you were even like, why is he want to talk to Mrs. Welch? He's like, why would you pull her over? Like I usually try to avoid my teachers in public. Oh, but not when you're in love, Philip. <laughs> oh, Holden may be. Oh. Oh, please. I'm going to be so disappointed this doesn't happen. <laughs> um, all right. Let's. It's, we're there. We have to pick our worst and best liar of the episode. Can we go ahead and just clear out best? Yes. There's an obvious winner yes. in this episode. I think we are in agreement. It is Emily. It's Emily. 110%. She was doing really cool, emotionally healthy stuff and, yes. and not that much else while most of them were off to nonsense. I will say Spencer gets knocked out of the running, if only because she's kind of queuing. I mean, she may have found some actual clues, but she's starting to go back on that road of like investigation, investigation without, you know, thinking things through. And then just the fact that she was co-signing Arya's nonsense so strongly without any. That does hurt her a little bit as yeah. well for me, where it's like, you know, you're supposed to sort of be the logical one here. I mean, she wasn't even just like, well, I mean, if you love him and she was like, of course, yeah. it's magic Go, and sweetie. wonder. It's the most brave, romantic thing I've ever heard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't give it to, to Spencer because, you know, you stole that book just sort of not even really thinking things <laughs> through. <laughs> Uh, again, pushing these narratives of like, oh, hey, uh, it's got to be this person or mm-hmm. this person is clear. You know, it's just yeah. like uh, not enough. I feel like for Emily, she had some good personal moments yeah. with relationships and everything, but also too just not being messy in yeah. any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So uh, I think that's well deserved. Yes. Uh, now, <clears throat> I feel like we are going to continue this little. <laughs> issue that you and I seem to have where each week one of us feels obligated to just pick the other one. I really don't feel that. I do. Well, that's because you're petty. I've actually been kinder <laughs> to Aria because of you. And at a certain point I was like, wait a minute. But no, Aria's my pick for worst this episode, and it's because it's not like a horrible hard one, but it's because she was, I think that was a little shitty to use Holden, especially since he's a childhood friend and a family friend. Even though knowing that it it turned out to be beneficial for both, again, I have to This is very interesting in your moral compass, because we've had these debates twice tonight, where you debate the outcome of a situation, like, mean, uh, creating the good or bad of the action, but the motivation of the action is what creates 
the yeah. good or bad of it. Not just what happens to happen accidentally. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes and no. No, absolutely. Because like we had this, we were talking because I'm like, Hannah was not her. Hannah had the information she had when she hit Lucas, which was false. Finding out that it was wrong doesn't change the information she had. She means she was being okay, but did you have to immediately jump to whacking him over? No, the that head did seem a little. <laughs> I mean, he was being creepy and crazy, and I think she was just like fight or flight. I'm trapped on this canoe. But that's a whole other issue. But I'm not going to say you're completely wrong with that. You know, that was a bit of you know the narrative going on, but. This happened to work out, but she was still lying to Holden. I mean, now she was coming clean. Well, no, she was only coming clean by the end because he was calling her out. I would like to think that she... But I actually know I'm pretty sure if he was just like, Oh, can I see you again? She'd be like, sure, let me check where Ezra's at and I'll let you know. Luckily, he can see right through all her bullshit and is like, Hey, I've got my own secrets, so this can be mutually beneficial, which is fun and I'm excited for. But I think that was that was a little sneaky and wrong of her. I think she was wrapped up in her own motives and just a little thoughtless, especially for somebody she actually knows. All right. There it is. And your pick? You know my pick. She was hands down the worst person this episode. She pushed everyone away. She complained when everyone was gone. <laughs> she f- was a dick to Lucas after he just bared his soul for his fucking problems that he's had. Because God forbid people in this world make a fucking mistake from time to time. Yeah, yeah. God forbid, Philip. God forbid someone emotionally pushes people away briefly while they're going through a lot. Could have been handled a little bit better. It could have. But I, like I said, I kind of like that part of Hannah. Like, I don't want it to happen too much or all the time but it goes with her character trait where she gets withdrawn when she's overwhelmed and she's you know worried it's Uh, just i will agree that last line felt shitty i'd like to think it has that different spin i said i'm not sure i don't know if it's going to come back up her direct thoughts on it again but i will give you that that taken in that way which it could seem like definitely i mean it felt like that uh is it was insensitive it's just episodes like that like this in particular that make me I feel like the the orange jumpsuit is a little bit more appropriate than the tiara, but that's just me. How dare you? Uh, If you want to weigh in on this debate of (laughs) who's the worst liar, because (laughs) I feel like there's some personal bias thrown in. Yeah, I think there is too. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Let's just look at it this way. This man... Blindly defends all her fashion choices. Need I say more, audience? Need I say more? She's got... Okay, she has moments where an outfit doesn't land, but then there's other times where she shines. Okay, okay. That, that is a much more reasonable response, because I agree with that statement. I'm not completely irrational. I can well, I can see moments where I'm okay. like, ooh, maybe, <laughs> maybe that wasn't the best choice. <laughs> you know? Uh, you know, there's look. Everyone has a laundry day, okay? <laughs> Where all the good stuffs in the laundry, and you just gotta throw something together and go to school. Yeah, you know, you just I just went and killed a bunny in the yard and just stapled it. Look, to here's the thing: if my it's, shoulder, if it's and laundry then... day, and you're a little <laughs> nervous that maybe 
you don't have a, a cute top to go with the only clean pair of jeans. Yeah, you just look, duct tape some Pepsi cans look, to your chest. I am sure there is an article somewhere <laughs> that says maybe accessorize a little bit more. I'm sure she read it in a Cosmo a- 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 issue where Do it was like... Do you know how, how bad her outfit would have to be to warrant the overstatement of the accessories she wears? Look. <laughs> I forgive her for some of her choices. And I, I, and I appreciate that. I will forgive her at times, too. You know, because, again, uh, she she has some, some bold, solid choices. Also, might I point out that you love when she's sneaky. I do. You're just, you're just mad at me. <laughs> I, well, I just, I just think you need to stop viewing it in such a negative light. That's, and embrace it, and also appreciate. I'm that judging she was, the same way we always do, where, some, where where it's hard to pick these things. So sometimes you go by technicality of that was technically a poor action, even if you appreciate it. But it worked out in the end. That's, stop saying that, Phil. Do you know? It all works out. <laughs> Everything worked out is fine. Who cares? Look, Anyways. we got to a a, a positive outcome. Was there some shitty stuff along the way? Sure. <laughs> All right. But you can say that about a lot of things in life. War, love. I'm going to just stop you. Bad there. things happen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap this one up, I think. Uh, all right. Those uh, are our picks. Feel free to uh, reach out to us on yes. social media. Let us know where you stand. Please do. Because one of us needs to be put in their place, Josh. Um, and so we need some more opinions. Hit us up on Instagram at PLG Podcast. X is at PLG Pod. TikTok is Pretty Little Guyers Pod. And if you want to send us an email, it is plguyers at gmail.com. Yes, please follow, rate, subscribe wherever appropriate. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.